In Romans 12.2, the Apostle Paul told us, Be not conformed to this world. Don't go by their plans, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Renew your mind to the Holy Scriptures. Go that direction. I was born again in August 1975. One of the first things God taught me is get out of debt and stay out of debt. I agreed with God and set about to get out of debt and within about six months, I was debt-free. It didn't seem wise to the world. I didn't go out and get a mortgage and buy a house. I didn't go pay payments on a car. I didn't owe anything. That was 1975, and I have not owed anything from then until now. So recession comes. A few days ago, I looked up the word recession. It appears that the economists call a recession living in debt or you have to pay attention to the debt to the interest rate. The interest rate does not affect me because I don't pay any interest. Can you imagine not paying any interest on anything? The people of my parents' generation didn't even know what a credit card was. I remember the first time I heard of a credit card. I moved to Dallas, Texas in 1960. There was a big article in the Dallas Morning News telling about this thing that was going to come that we were going to use for money. We couldn't imagine it. It was a plastic card that we would use to pay at the grocery store, at the gas station, for our food, clothing. We couldn't imagine such a thing. There wasn't such a thing. Except at that time, very, very big stores like Neiman Marcus, they had a credit line for their own customers, private customers who were very wealthy. But we couldn't even imagine what a credit card looked like in 1960. Today, we cannot imagine anything but credit cards. We don't carry money. But I pay all of my bills, all of my charge accounts at the end of the month. There was a time in the 1990s when I had a MasterCard and they contacted me and said they wanted me to consolidate all my debt on their one card. But I didn't have any debt. And when they found out I didn't have any debt, they didn't want me to have a MasterCard. So I went to Visa, which I've had ever since. But I don't pay it out. I pay for what I buy at the end of the month. Now, recently I heard an economist talking about the financial trouble the world is in today. 
and they recommended to individuals, save as much money as you can save. Don't buy unnecessary purchases. Build up your savings. Does that sound strange to you? You're living by the way of the world if it does. And when the world goes down, as it will do, you will go down with it. So if you want to live above the world, you cannot live the way of the world. You have to go a different way. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 1, God begins telling us how we will live above the world if we obey him. It shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Deuteronomy 28.12 says, Thou shalt not borrow. And verse 13 says, The Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath, if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. If we choose to live the way of this world, when trouble comes, we'll go down with this world. 1 Timothy chapter 6, Paul tells us how to live concerning money. Some people look and think gain is a sign of godliness, that God is blessing them. Paul says don't consider that to be true. From such withdraw yourself if they suppose that gain is godliness. You can go out and buy things on credit and it would not be God blessing you, but you would just be going into debt to bless yourself. Paul says godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out. When a rich person dies or a famous actor or actress dies, I often think, and where are they now? To what did all this fame avail them now? To what did all this money avail them now? Are they godly people? That's what matters. For we brought nothing into this world and we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. But they that will be rich, set out to be rich, 
set out to make all this money. They fall into a temptation and a snare, says Paul, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drowned men in perdition and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all evil. If you have taken a job to get more money, that may be the worst thing you can do. It could lead you into terrible perdition, terrible temptation. So Paul warns us, the love of money is the root of all evil. It will take you in the wrong way if you follow it. It will set you up with people you shouldn't be with. It will potentially destroy you. Go in the way of God. Because here's what Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 6. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drowned men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things, and follow after righteousness. Righteousness is what is right in the sight of God. What has God told you about the matter at hand? Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. You can make money, you can buy a bigger house, you can, so to speak, bless your family and curse them at the same time. Because if you go in debt and you get all of these new cars and new houses and everything, you could teach your children to live in covetousness instead of living godly lives. Instead of being content, with that which they have. You could take them the wrong direction. Take this scripture and study it, for it is the way of God concerning money for us on this earth. This present earth will end. We are at the end times. Soon the great tribulation will appear, and I think it may have already appeared, some of the plagues forest fires, all of these trees burning, grass burning. That's the first plague of the Great Tribulation. You may have been taught at your church that you won't go through the Great Tribulation, that God will take you off the earth before then. Jesus, in Matthew 24, verse 29, said, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will turn dark, the stars will fall, the moon will not shine, and the powers of heaven will be shaken. 
and they will see the sign of the Son of Man coming through the air. And all tribes of the earth will mourn. Why will they mourn? We rejoice at the thought of Jesus coming. Well, they will mourn because this earth is destined to be destroyed. And the end of this world that they have worked so hard for is going to be destroyed by fire, by God. A new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness will be set up for the people of God. Consider very carefully the instruction that Paul gives us in 1 Timothy chapter 6. Set your goal to live by those principles. Make a change in your life. Begin to make a change in your life. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Do the word of God and continue doing the word of God and resist the ways of this world. Go in the ways of God and ask him for wisdom in how to do that and what to do and then do it and keep doing it and you will be blessed by God. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.